from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, June the 28th, 2022. And the Hamilton Tiger Cats for the first time in more than a week back at practice at Tim Hortons Field. As our Kells, the rally, have come and gone, and the field looking as good as new as it should as they're getting set to take on the Elks on Friday. Lots to get to coming to that game, including a uh, familiar face for both teams now as uh, the Ticats announced a trade. We'll hear from the newest member of the Ticats, offensive lineman Colin Kelly, in just a second. We'll hear from Tim White, as and we as we normally do. We'll hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer. And later on in today's show, I had a chance to catch up with Coach Sal while down at practice today. So we'll play that for you coming up here on today's show. A couple of news and notes to get to. As mentioned, the Ticats... Uh, making a deal yesterday as they acquired American offensive lineman Colin Kelly in exchange for a seventh-round pick in next year's CFL draft. Kelly's 32. He's played in 76 games over seven seasons in the CFL with the Elks and prior to that with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Meanwhile, the Ticats announced that Joel Whitford has been released. And uh, good news today for Ticats fans as the team activated national offensive lineman Coulter Woodmansey from the six-game injured list. It's Coulter Woodmansey back at practice today. He was selected by Ticats in the fifth in the first round, excuse me, fifth overall in the 2020 CFL draft. Played in nine games last season for the Ticats and. They really want him back at that right guard spot as he did such a great job there last year next to uh, Chris Van Zyl. So we'll keep our eye on uh, his progression through the week. But Coach had uh, something to say about Coulter. He had something to say about Colin. Uh, here's what he said after practice today. Well, it, uh, first of all, we went with a, a two-day two prep week. Uh, we, we elected just because of the way we were health-wise to only go on the field twice this week and so um, we thought that, that we just needed to get some quality work in and it's not like they're on the whole time I think it's 40 minutes or something like that so uh, for us where we're at right now it was important uh, to get a good look I feel like we gave them uh, an extra day's rest and it, it really showed I thought they had a, I thought they had a great practice out there today well I mean I saw a lot of his teeth today he was pretty excited he was smiling all day uh, I have not I did not watch him the whole day specifically just him but I did see him moving around and of course we've seen him move around you know outside of of practice prior to this but you know it, it's great to have him back out there you know it's uh, you know he's not he's still not 100 percent but uh, he's pretty dang close well today is his first day of practice but you know he's willing to be here he's excited to be a tiger cat you know he could tell you better but you know he jumped on a red eye came here was medical you know it was a rough day he flew into you know a, a time change and uh you know stood up at the team meeting and uh you know he was embraced by everybody so you know i'll evaluate the practice tape but we know he's an established veteran that, that's gotten it done and uh you know we wouldn't make a move like that if we didn't think it uh if it could help us yeah, you know what, Steve, to be honest with you, like, I just, it's hard for me to go backwards. Right. <laughs> like, we've already done the review of the tape, and we're moving forward. Like, we've already debriefed, we've already talked, spoken to everybody about, you know, areas we needed to get better. And, you know, to go back and wallow in that is taking a step backwards, and we've already done that. So, 
you know, it's not to dance around the question, but there, there's no re need to revisit it at this point in time. It's day three tomorrow, day before, and we play a game. So um, we're moving forward. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tirecats, Orlando Steiner, as he spoke after practice today and not wanting to dwell on the week three loss to Winnipeg, looking ahead to the Edmonton Elks on Friday. And hopefully you'll join us here at Tim Hortons Field as we welcome the best fans in the CFL back and uh, rocking the, uh, the new Hamilton City jerseys too. So that'll be cool to see them out there on the field. Speaking of Tim Hortons Field, big game going down tomorrow night. As Forge FC returns to the pitch, hosting Valor FC. And it's a big game for their captain as Kyle Becker will be playing in his 100th career match. So uh, very excited for uh, for Kyle and uh, getting to see him play in his 100th match tomorrow. A reminder, tickets available for that one at ForgeFootball.club. Uh, for more Ticats talk, uh, let's hear from that newest member of the Ticats as we had a chance to catch up with Colin Kelly for the first time as a member of the Black and Golds. Here's what he had to say after practice today. Uh, well, I got a phone call from the old team at like 10 a.m. And they said, hey, how you doing? And I said, good, you? And then they were like, just so you know, you got traded to the Hamilton Ticats. I said, okay. Then about an hour later, I got about a, a phone call from Ed Hervey and then said, hey, we're trying to get, a, get you out here. And then I left at 1 a.m. Mountain Time and then showed up here at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And then had meetings and away we go. Well, I mean, definitely, it's, it's awesome. They're very helpful in the sense that, you know, trying to get me out here and get everything situated. Um, when it comes to knowing some of the guys around, you know, some of the guys I played college with, some of the guys were in... Edmonton since I was there for a minute or two and you know <clears throat> I mean they're helpful you know trying to get everything figured out when it comes to you know where the coffee pot is to you know trying to find a place to stay probably need the coffee yeah yeah after that day I'm feeling a little bit better today but yeah yesterday was uh it was the long haul I had a nice nap so <laughs> about 4 p.m yeah you know the good news is I played against that Edmonton defense a few times um, at practice, so that's not the biggest part, but really just kind of getting their lingo and their terminology. So I'll definitely be ready to go, and uh, I'm excited just to play again, regardless of who it is. Obviously, I'm switching positions, but that's just reps and just, you know, making sure that you stay focused. And that is the newest member of the Hamilton Tire Cats offensive lineman, Colin Kelly, as we caught up with him after practice today. Remember, full scrums available at TyCats.ca. One last piece of audio to get to from post-practice as we had a chance to catch up with Tim White, and he's picking up 2022 right where he left off 2021 and then some. He's already got 19 catches for 216 yards and a touchdown over his first three games. And here's what he had to say after practice today. Definitely just facing adversity, you know. Uh, obviously, you don't expect to start your season off, you know, 0-3, but... Uh, you get to see the resilience that your teammates have right away, you know, early in the season. And uh, I think it's a great thing for us right now. And obviously we're just looking to bounce back and see what we can build from here. I think the move right now is just like a willingness to get better. You know, I think a lot of guys are like open to learning, uh, open to, you know, kind of just sitting back and seeing what the coaches have to say and just looking to get on the field and improve upon that. So I think game by game, uh, I think we show some great things and then uh, 
there's a lot of things that we need to improve on. So uh, taking it to the field, I think, is a great thing. I think a lot of guys are, like, rising to that challenge right now. Yeah, no, it's been, for me, it's been super cool. You know, obviously, I'm learning a lot about myself. Like, uh, last year was a different challenge, and this year is a whole new challenge. So, you know, I'm in a different position right now, and I'm just trying to, like, maximize while I'm here, you know, while I'm able to be on the field and I'm healthy and I'm ready to go. You know, I'm just trying to maximize right there. I think I see a guy. I see a guy who wants to lead. You know, he. I know he feels he's in this position right now, and I think he just wants to capitalize on it. You know, and uh, he's obviously we're facing adversity as a team. So I mean, what time? What better time is it to lead right now? You know, so I think uh, you see a guy that wants to be out there, wants to lead the guys, and uh, just go out there and see his guys make plays and have fun doing it. And that is receiver Tim White as we cut up with him after practice today. Speaking of practice, it was great to see Coach Sal, John Salavantis, down here today watching with me. And we caught up for a few minutes, and uh, here's that chat. And it started with the big news of the day, and that is the new offensive lineman for the Ticats, Colin Kelly, and uh, a much-needed move for the Ticats. It was necessary, Louis. Uh, you can't go into a game with six live bodies. You've got to have more than that. You've got to be able to adjust to what's happening. Taking a, a player from the Elks is not a bad deal right now because you're going to play the Elks this week. So there may be a little inside information that might come out. And just, I mean, an American, an experienced guy. He's been in the league for a while. They're looking at that left tackle spot. They've gone through a lot of bodies on that left tackle spot with Jordan Murray moving on to the NFL, really since Riker Matthews. Uh, they're hoping this is kind of an anchor for them, isn't it? Well, yeah, they have not found what they think is, is their number one left tackle. You know, they've moved Vaughn Call over to, to the guard spot, et cetera. But it's all, it's all because of the three guys that are injured. You know, if those three guys were back uh, in the offensive line, I think they'd be okay. Can you attribute the lack of success on offense right now in terms of scoring points? Can you attribute that to the offensive line injury struggles, or is there more to it? Well, there's always more to it, but uh, that's the biggest part of it right now. Uh, you know, the number of sacks, the number of hurries in the last ball game, uh, you saw where Evans was throwing the ball away because he was pressured too much. You've got to be able to have your quarterback sit in the pocket, be relaxed, read his key downfield and throw the football. And right now that's not happening. I also think that there's a, a bit of a, a, a wait time for the receivers to come open. I, I think the receivers have to do a better job for Evans in getting to the right spot at the right time. And that goes into some of the um the turnovers he's had, right? You mentioned it. He's throwing the ball away. was uh, better at protecting it. But a couple of those interceptions, the Sean Thomas Erlington against Calgary, the one Stephen Dunbar last week, I mean, those those should be catches, shouldn't they? They should be catches. Uh, if you can put it within the radius of their arms, they've got to come up with the ball to help the quarterback. But at the same time, there's been times that the ball's been thrown just a bit behind or a bit to, to, the, to the front of the receiver, or a bit low to the receiver. All those things play into it, Louis, as, as to incompletions. Uh, the run game, again, struggling to get going. Only seven carries, uh, seven designed run plays last week. Uh, we've seen this with this Ticats team before. Last season, they had these stretches where they weren't running the football very much. What do you attribute that to? Well, you've got to call them. 
I mean, number one, you have to be able to, to make that call. They obviously don't have enough confidence in their offensive line to make those holes. Now, Early is not a great inside runner. He's a good runner. He's better off tackle. He's better on the outside. He's better with the ball in his hands wide. But at the same time, he's the guy you're counting on. So you've got to find ways that you can run him, whether you run him in a counter situation or you run him in, into a read uh, uh, with the quarterback. Somehow you've got to run the ball uh, or you're not going to be successful. What else jumped out at you from Friday night? A tough game. You know, there was a lot going on. What, what jumped out to you? Well, I, I think we have to acknowledge that Winnipeg is the best team in the league. They have the best offensive line. They have the best defensive line right now. Uh, They certainly play to their level uh, of football. I I think probably what jumped out to me was the fact that the Cats were able to stay in that ball game and fight through. Now, remember, Winnipeg lost a lot of good players. Lowler, who's gone to uh, the Elks, was the number one receiver in the league uh, last year. So uh, Harris was the number one runner in the league for a number of years. He's gone. So they have lost some some talent. But uh, I think the Cats, if anything, they've got to be able to improve a little bit each game. And I, I saw some improvement early in the Winnipeg game. And that goes to the point that it's a it's a long season. There's still 15 games left to play. You haven't played anyone in the East yet. Not even, I think it's week six, you're finally going to see someone from the East. Can you put that into perspective? Just, you know, fans who may be panicking right now at the 0-3 start? Well, we've always said that, uh, you know, with the Western teams, you have to split. You have to win one uh, against a Western team. Now, we've already lost to Sash. We've already lost to... Uh, uh, Winnipeg, we've already lost to Calgary. Now, the Elks have also played uh, Calgary. Uh, they didn't play Winnipeg, but they played Saskatchewan. And the, the scores and, and the outcomes were identical to what, what the Ticats did. So, realistically, you know, split with the West and win the East. And it's a long season, and there's a long way to go. What are you watching today as we uh, see the guys take the field for the first time uh, since Friday? What what are you going to be watching a little closer today at practice? Well, I want to see, you know, a little bit of more continuity in the passing game. I want to see a little more run game. I, I think they've got to take some time during practice to actually work on the run game. You don't work on it during camp. It's difficult to work on it without pads. So all things considered, you've got to spend a little more time doing that. And uh, the Elks, any worry? Because they come into here, you know, they're looking for their first win. They've been a little bit disappointing to start the year. Is there any worry that you may be looking down on an opponent early on in the season? Well, certainly they can't look down on the Elks. The Elks have got a a vibrant offense. You know, when you look at them with uh, James Wilder as the running back, Kenny Lowler is in a receiver, Manny Arsenal is a receiver, Daryl Walker is a receiver. These guys can play, and and they've got a good quarterback in Nick Arbuckle. Arbuckle's putting the ball in the right places. Their problem is defense. They haven't been able to sustain on defense, they, they've given up way too many points. And that's that's maybe a bit of a surprise considering Chris Jones has always been known for his uh, defense. But watch Chris Jones as he progresses. He's done it before. He did it in Saskatchewan. He did it earlier in Edmonton. He will get the defense going. So, you know, realistically, this is a good chance for a win. You're at home. 
you're uh, even, 0-3, 0-3, go ahead and win the game. Going into a bye week, too. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, you don't want to go to that bye week with a sour taste in your mind. Yeah, I definitely didn't forget about the bye week, though, Coach. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. You're more than welcome, LB. My thanks to Coach Salford chatting with me at practice. And my thanks to you as well for tuning in because we could not do the show without your support. Again, big shout out to Kyle Becker who is playing his 100th CPL match tomorrow with Forge FC. And if you want to be there to uh, witness history, ForgeFootball.club is where you can get your tickets. And hopefully you're getting your tickets or you already have your tickets for Friday, July 1st. Our first Made in the Hammer game. Uh, Cats rocking those awesome gray jerseys for the first time on the field. And hopefully you'll join us here at Tim Hortons Field for the 7.30 kickoff and help celebrate Canada Day with us. All right, that'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow from all of us here at the Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hope you have a great day. Cats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.